Hello, and welcome to a brand new episode of the Transfix Take podcast, where we are performance-driven. Each week, we deliver news, insights, and trends for both sides of the supply chain from Justin Mays, our market expert. All right, Mays, welcome to April. What do we got? Hey, Jenny, great to be back with you this week to talk more freight as we start driving through Q2. Can't believe that we're already here, but here we go. Jenny, it is no April Fool's joke. If you kept your ear to the ground, you know that carriers are quickly losing their pricing power that they so confidently had over the past two years. This is due to the overall truckload rates declining and fuel prices continuing to remain extremely high. The trends we saw through March continued through last week. Overall spot volume is continuing to take somewhat of a nosedive, revealing a 15% year-over-year plummet in available volume. This is due to contract freight looking so much more attractive to carriers, leading to them only rejecting 13% of the freight being tendered to them. Which a couple of weeks ago, if you remember, on the show, we mentioned that the spot market was in high demand. So interesting how we turned. Which means there's a lot less spot freight on the markets, which is less options for carriers, unless they start taking contract freight once again, which they have been. Carriers are no longer seeing the optionality of spot freight they were during the last two years. And that is clear as load to truck ratios continue to decline through the month of March. And we'll talk about this a little later, but it's partly due to rising fuel costs, but also the lack of inventory for new trucks on the road. We are entering Q2, where we traditionally see a somewhat rise in available volume. Though recently we've been seeing volume stay stagnant, if not fall, and rates take a similar trend. But this is outside of the South and Southeast markets where produce season is kicking into effect. And we do expect these markets to continue to tighten as more freight moves out of these regions, but making freight going into these regions more attractive to carriers. Right, and this is also about making the trucking industry attractive as a whole to both incoming drivers and drivers that have been on the road for years. We look at the improvements that have been made from the Biden Trucking Action Plan, and we see things that are coming up like the Women of Trucking Advisory Board and a Day of Action in April which coincides with Sexual Assault Awareness and Prevention Month to raise awareness and advocate for the prevention of sexual assault and harassment in trucking. Lots more to come on the Biden Trucking Action Plan, which we will cover shortly on our blog, so stay tuned. It's been the big question, Jenny. Everyone in the industry is talking about it. Are freight markets just in free fall? How long will they be in free fall? You're the man with all the answers, so what is it? Everyone wants to know. Are we heading into that freight recession, or is this just the new normal and we're just at a normalized level? Industry thought leaders are publishing different dire outlooks on the freight market as we have seen over the last 60 days, volume and rates fall off quite honestly a cliff. I love the way that FreightWave's Zach Strickland put it, the freight market is easing at its fastest pace since early 2021, which was a time when many shippers expected seasonal easing to return. There's still a ways to go to get the market back to where it was in 2019 but the conditions of the past 18 months were always considered unsustainable and tender rejection rates above 20% simply cannot last forever. Supply or demand will in the end move toward one another in a free market. And as Zach put it, that is simply what we are seeing now. Well, let's set a foundation and talk about where we are. Yes, rates are down, but rates are still higher as of April 2022 than they were in April 2021 when rates were extremely inflated, as we thought a year ago. Second, let's keep in mind that demand is 15% 
lower year over year on the spot market, not in totality. And at the same time, the supply of drivers has been increasing over the last few months. If this trend continues, and we obviously hope that it doesn't, then the freight markets and the carriers are likely in for a freight recession similar to what we observed in 2019. However, like Zach pointed out, we have a ways to go before comparing the current market to 2019, as volumes and rates are still inflated from the previous norms. Now, if I had a crystal ball, I would love to let everyone know what was to come in the freight markets, but it's not as simple as there are multiple different drivers. No pun intended. And the driver for future market depends on multiple factors, including inflation and the rising gas and food prices. These pain points affect consumers' ability to spend on goods, but also carriers' ability to operate their business. If inflation continues its trend, we could see a similar 2019 freight market. And to be quite honest, Jenny, if fuel remains at high levels, we could see impacts on our capacity base. Mid-sized carriers could start parking their trucks if operating costs increase, making some of their lanes unprofitable. Meanwhile, smaller carriers could leave the industry altogether. After two years of record rates for carriers, a good portion of drivers left the security of a larger fleet to run on their own. Right, and as times were good and high paying freight was in demand, a lot of drivers took the opportunity to go and run outside of a larger fleet for their work-life balance. During this time, that's when you know operating costs also increased and insurance to equipment prices have skyrocketed over the past two years. So ultimately, the lower costs and increased fuel prices could put a squeeze on profits and could turn these drivers back to a larger fleet or out of the industry altogether, which we don't want. But that's all about the truckload market. So why don't we take a quick turn and talk about the ports? Give us an update there, Maze. Ports in the U.S. may be seeing a decline in volume as bottlenecks improve, but the same cannot be said for the largest ports in China. As lockdown restrictions in Shanghai continue to expand, supply chain issues ensue. Last week, ships waited to unload or leave the port increased by 300, five times the normal activity. The congestion comes from the shortage of labor due to these lockdowns, and it will impact global supply chains with possible rate increases and delays in transit. In the U.S., this could be felt in the coming months, just around the corner, and in time for the negotiations that are starting to get underway with the West Coast longshoremen unions. Like I said before, there are tons of factors that really dictate where the market falls in truckload transportation. This is definitely one point where you're going to continue to follow as it could lead to farther complications with shipper supply chains in the future. And as always, we'll keep you updated. We'll see you next time with an all-new episode of the Transfix Take podcast. Until then, drive safely. All views and opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the speakers and do not necessarily reflect the views or positions of Transfix Inc. or any parent companies or affiliates or the companies with which the participants are affiliated and may have been previously disseminated by them. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are based upon information considered reliable, but neither Transfix Inc. nor its affiliates nor the companies with which the participants are affiliated warrant its completeness or accuracy and it should not be relied upon as such. All views and opinions are subject to change.